Welcome to Write Stuff Radio, where we showcase Christian authors worldwide. Each week, join me for a new author and a great new book to add to your library. to the right stuff. I'm the Queen Parker J. Thank you so much for joining me. Today we're going to be talking to my guest co-host and contributor today, Clint Plyer. He is the author of the children's book, The Midnight Howler. Doesn't that just send chills down your spine? Well, maybe not your spine, but I'm sure it'll give your young ones a lovely bit of a scare as we celebrate Christian authors who write dark fiction. Now, Let me calm you guys down. This is not the dark fiction like Alien or Hellraiser or something like that. It's basically a little story of two little bears who keep hearing an odd sound. We'll talk about it in just a few moments. As always, I want to thank our Patreon team for their support. We have been showcasing Christian authors worldwide for the past nine years. And as God gives us grace, we'll continue to do so. To find out how you can help out, simply go to patreon.com slash write stuff and see what you can do. And as always, we covet your prayers. To stay up to date with PJC Media, simply go to pjcmedia.net, click that pink follow button, and you'll never, ever have to miss a show. And so, without further ado, I'm going to bring on my guest co-host today, Clint Plyler. Clint, how you doing? Parker, I'm doing great, and I'm just so happy to be here today. Thank you very much. And I am so excited to have you on the show as well. As I always say to every guest that we have, I never take it lightly that you took time out of your schedule to be here with me today. And for our listeners out there, Clint was actually an answer to prayer. We'll talk about that in a moment. But I don't want to get all about me, Clint. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, Parker, thank you so much again. Where would I even start? You know, I've been writing these kids' books now for about four years, and I just, I love telling uh, imaginative stories, fun adventures, and, you know, I love to throw in rhyme and poetry, and I have a desire just to really see kids' minds just flourish with something wholesome but fun, you know, and so that's where I started about four years ago, writing this book series on the Bear Ridge, and most recent Bear Ridge uh, book series, and, uh, most recently did the Midnight Howler, wanted to do something a little different. And here we are talking about it today. Now, when you see these wonderful illustrations, and I'll talk about that in a minute, you're going to be thinking of the very famous Bears Staying Bears, okay? And for those of you who don't know that, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> but the Bears Staying Bears was a very popular chain of books about bears and their lives. And the one I remember growing up is The Bear Stained Bears and The Spooky Old Tree. I still remember listening to the ancient artifact called a cassette tape when we used to listen to this as a kid. So this actually reminded me of that from my childhood. So for those adults out there, you're going to read The Midnight Howler with your young one, and you're going to be catapulted into The Bear Stained Bears. But I loved how wonderful this book came out. I'm going to talk about it in just a few moments, but I got to ask you, Claire, as someone who has never in her life written a children's book, how in the world did you 
even get started doing something like that? You know, I could talk a long time about that. So Parker, yeah, <laughs> I'll try to keep it brief. You know, I close to 10 years ago, I had lost a job and was going through some uh, really hard times and learning a lot of lessons as hard times often teach you and being a person of faith, you know, just really struggling with, you know, Lord, what's going on in my life. Well, in learning those lessons, I wanted to share them. So I thought maybe I should start writing down these lessons. Had nothing to do with children's books per se, but just coincidentally during some of those times, I went out for a walk with my kids one day and had a fun little adventure in town, came back, wrote it down and some, you know, trying to take the advice of writing down some things so people can learn in these hard times. So I wrote it down and it sounded kind of rhymey, like a story. And a friend of mine said, you know, maybe you should make a book out of that. And it was like all of a sudden a light turned on in my head, like, ding, that's, that's it. This is how you share these lessons of life. You write these stories. And that's how it happened. Just wanting to share things that I had learned and wanting to share my imagination and my stories with other people and just started running with it from there. And that's, that's where it started. Something good out of a, a dark time that I'm happy that something positive came out of. I think the Lord uses those breaks of income to actually help us to create because sometimes jobs can cause us to simply just get into the routine instead of learning the wonderful aspect of writing and creating and affecting the world around us. I love how Alan Arnold says creation and co-creation with God is the best thing we can do because being a creator is being able to change and influence the environment around us. So whether you're a writer, an artist, a painter, it doesn't matter. Even if you're just a stay-at-home mom, and I don't want to say just a stay-at-home mom because God just knows that's a lot of work, but if you stay at home, you're a janitor. If you're just sweeping up the floors, you are affecting creativity. You are affecting change. So, yeah, I definitely understand how you felt, Clint. I mean, I have the same experience, but I understand how loss of employment can actually begin your writing journey. As I said earlier, I always showcase Christian authors throughout the show. But during the month of October, I love to showcase Christian authors who write darker fiction. And so I reached out to some of my old faithfuls and said, hey, do you have any dark fiction for me? Everyone's coming up blank. Oh, no, not yet, because writing is something that's very difficult to do. Lo and behold, I get a message from Clint. He said, hey, Parker, I hope you don't mind my asking, but I do have a book for, like, kids for Halloween. And no more than I heard that or saw that. I said, sold, <laughs> sold, we're sold. So that's why we're here talking about The Midnight Howler. And what's really cool is that Clint and I have connected on Facebook, but we didn't get a chance to really connect till we got his book. So I'm really excited to talk about this. You said that these books are a part of a series, Bear Ridge Books. So what is your intention with this series of books? You know, it's kind of a growing intention, to be honest. We wrote the one book back in that time I was talking about during those dark times that kind of birthed this process. And at first it was just going to be one, but then we realized that well, we kind of created a town and, and then more characters. And so as it's grown, the intention has been, well, let's showcase the whole town. Let's introduce the kids and the fans to the town and to the characters and to their adventures. And so we have almost this endless possibility of people that I want to introduce everyone to. And you mentioned the Berenstein Bears, and we, you know, we love them. We, we try not to mimic them so we don't copy them. But when you look back to these stories that you fell in love with as a kid, we're trying to do the same thing in that meet people and take people places. And sometimes I think about kids that maybe are in a bad situation somewhere. And, you know, I think, you know, if I could take them somewhere safe through their mind, through a story, if I could take them somewhere 
that maybe is an escape from whatever reality they live in, but a good escape and introducing some really cool characters and taking them to some really cool places. If I can do that and for a moment in their life, they get to go to Bear Ridge in their mind. And if they can do that and they get a healthy dose of good imagination, then I feel like I've done something really awesome. And so I guess that's the intention is to, to showcase the town and the characters, but connect kids and parents and readers with a good, safe place to go. I like the town, and I could just see kids growing up with these set of books, and I know you got more planned. And they go, okay, let's pick this one up. And little kid goes, can we read The Midnight Howler again? Let's get into The Midnight Howler. It's the experience that we're going to work with. I definitely want to give a shout-out to your illustrator. Now, your illustrator is Tammy Boyce. And, Tammy, I got to tell you something. These illustrations are absolutely wonderful. They're whimsical, but they're also very detailed. And they are able to give a child the ability to imagine, but also gives them a framework to imagine with. So I like that. And so tell us a little bit about Tammy, what you know. How did all that come to be? Tammy, as you said, she's a great illustrator. She and I connected, I think in the same way you and I did, probably on Facebook, it was many, many years ago. You know, you mentioned that story about praying about needing something for this season for Halloween. Well, that kind of happened to me with the illustrator. I first kind of pinned and sketched the first book out years ago, and I didn't know where to go with it. And so I was praying like, you know, Lord, I need someone to help me. And I can't even remember fully, but I think it was through Facebook I connected with Tammy. And it was like she had this style that at first I was like, is that really the style I want? Because, you know, very kid-oriented. But then it was like, yeah, this is exactly what we want. We're not doing realistic art. We don't want that. We want kid art. And she just nailed it. And when I saw the first book that she did after taking my very crude sketches and bringing them to life, I knew it was like, she's the one. She's the person that can do this. And we've done three books together. I've played around with illustrators, but no one's really hit it like she does. So Tammy's based out of Charleston, South Carolina, and she's got um, her own books that she writes as well. So I'm just kudos to her, just what a great illustrator. Oh, for sure. And I just want to make sure that we'll put her information in the show notes as well below this link for those of you who are possibly looking to collaborate with Tammy. She may be what you're looking forward to. We have this book called The Midnight Howler. <laughs> and I could just see a, a parent taking their child and say, let's read it. Well, these two little kids are Maya and Penny, and I copied them after my children. So I have two daughters, Autumn and Courtney, and when I first started writing kids' books, I had them pick the names. You know, I asked my oldest daughter, Autumn, who do you want to be? And she said, I want to be Maya. That's the name she picked. I asked my youngest daughter, who do you want to be? And she said, I want to be Penny. And Penny was a childhood friend, so she named her after a friend. So Maya and Penny are the two bear cubs of the main bear family. So this is kind of their next adventure in the story. So yes. They are finding out this spooky sound in the town, and it's about that. And I'll stop there and let you jump back in. Yeah, and then as you can read through the story, as a parent reads the story with a child, they're going to be pointing out, okay, what's this? What's this? It's also the educational aspect. And I like how you have this taking place in the fall. Fall is my favorite season ever. I think it's some of the most beautiful scenery you'll ever see. And it is a reflection of how God can take dying things and bring life and beauty to them. And I think fall definitely represents that. And so as you're going through the book, you're going to see this scrumptious detail that Tammy evoked with the story. And then you can just see the little bears trying to figure out what is this sound. So the little bears are accompanied by different animals. So we have a raccoon 
and I think we have a panda. So lots of things are going on here. Then when you get to the end and you find out exactly what the sound is, you just kind of have a giggle with it. And that's what we want, just that fun, immersive quality. I have to read a dedication to the Midnight Howler. And here we go right here. And I thought about my grandma as I read this too. It says, dedicated to the moms, dads, grandparents, big brothers, big sisters, and every other hero that keeps an eye and ear open to the things that go bump in the night so that we might sleep in peace. Thank you. And that's what this is. You know, you give a child that underhearing this message, even though it's a fun little story, you're sort of reinforcing the idea that I'm not going to let anything happen to you. You know what I mean? No matter what's out there, I'm going to defend you. And I love that underlying subtext to this story. Now, I was telling Clint before we started recording, I said, I didn't know if that's what you had in mind, (laughs) but that's what I felt as I read it. So I would love to get your thoughts about that. It was and it wasn't. I mean, that kind of became like an obvious thing as we started getting the book completed. We were like, you know, we really did write kind of uh, that encouragement that lean on your, you know, whoever that guardian is in your life, whether it's parents, grandparents, whoever, um, because I know everybody's, you know, got a little different story going on there. But it did kind of stand out as that really was kind of the underlying theme that we had written and didn't even really start off with that. It was just more of a fun, you know, hey, something's going Something spooky in the night, what is it? And then, of course, the resolution at the end, I don't want to give all that away. But yeah, it did end up as kind of a, you know, we can seek help from people when things are scary. And we should. And I don't want to keep going down too much of a rabbit hole here. I can tell you what the spooky sound inspiration was, if you'd like to know. No, no, no. We want our listeners to pick up a copy of The Midnight Howler for themselves. And then uh, we got a little bit of time before I end our show today. This is just a really quick show, and I'm so glad Clint came with me. But never think that just because it's a children's book that doesn't have any depth to it. And the next book in this series he has is called The Grand Old Tree. I think you probably wrote this one before you wrote The Midnight Howler, but it doesn't matter. So he has The Grand Old Tree, and I won't give away too much of this. But basically, it's a tree that simply wants to be used. And I love that. So get your copies of both The Midnight Howler if you want a little spooky. And then with the Christmas season on its way, get The Grand Old Tree. They both take place in Bear Ridge. So go ahead and pick it up today. It's available on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Now, you did say that you're looking to expand the series. So what are some other ideas you have? Oh, my goodness. We are going to open up the world to Bear Ridge. We have a book that I'm dedicating to my father who passed away two years ago. It's about a bear that comes to town, a train engineer. So we're writing a story about a train engineer and the train. My dad loved trains. And so um, we're going to tell about the trains coming to Bear Ridge in a fun way with the same characters, Maya and Penny, the little little kids in the stories. We have some really fun stories that we're going to try to do kind of a an appreciation and a nod to kind of a Dr. Seuss style. I know there's been some controversy with him in the last couple of years, but I love his rhyme play and words that he used to do. So we're going to kind of do some things like that with Bear Ridge. We just got some fun stories. I got a story we're going to do about a rabbit that is told not to hop, but he wants nothing to do with it. And he will learn, he will hop and tell others that that's what rabbits do. They hop. So (laughs) We've got a bunch of fun stories. I'm looking forward to just, again, opening up Bear Ridge to the whole world and just telling these adventures and fun stories and more beautiful illustrations to come. I am looking forward to seeing that, and I hope it's just as influential as Dr. Seuss and as the Bear Stain Bears. I hope it is. 
I think a lot of parents are looking for safe books for their children. I know this is right up their alley, so they don't have to worry about what kind of content they're receiving. They're going to get this content. So if you want good content for your children, go ahead and pick up your copy of The Midnight Howler. And go ahead, since Christmas is on its way, pick up The Grand Old Tree. And just for our listeners out there, I'm going to be offering a chance for you to win two paperback copies of The Grand Old Tree and The Midnight Howler. All you have to do is respond to this comment, to this link below with your name, and I'm going to randomly select someone, and you'll get a copy, hopefully for your grandkids, your nieces, your nephews, your children, doesn't matter. Now, Clint, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you online? We've got a website called BearRidgeBooks.com, and of course that gives all the details on how to connect with us and information about the books and such. Uh, BearRidgeBooks.com. We also have a Facebook page. Um, it's called Clint Flyler Publishing, and we use that name because we have other things that we do besides Bear Ridge. So BearRidgeBooks.com or Clint Flyler Publishing on Facebook. In the few moments we have left, go ahead and encourage our author friends out there whom God has given the gift to write to pick up the pen and do so. Well, you know what? I would say do exactly what you just said. Just start. You know, sometimes you think about these authors that have succeeded in such, you know, grandiose ways, made money, been a success, and you think I could never be them. And, you know, you don't have to be them. You have to be you. So take what you know. Take the skills that God's given you. Take a pen and paper or your laptop, and just start. Um, the stories and the mind and imagination that you have, that's what the world needs to hear. They don't need another Stephen King, no disrespect to him. They don't need more Berenstein Bears, no disrespect to them. They need you. If that's your desire to write, then be the next writer that somebody else needs to read and just do it. Just start. And uh, so that's my encouragement today. Clint, thank you so much for being with me on the show today. And I cannot wait to have you back and have you back real soon. Well, thank you, Parker, and I really enjoyed being here today. And we were talking today to Clint Plyer. He is the author of the children's book, The Midnight Howler. <laughs> it's available on Amazon.com and is illustrated by Tammy Boyce. For those authors who are looking for illustrators for your children's book, I'm going to be honest. Go ahead and Google Tammy Boyce today. But go ahead and pick up your copy of The Midnight Howler as well as get a copy of The Grand Tree. And there's more to come. Simply go to BearRidgeBooks.com. I love something that Clint said. He said, we don't need another Stephen King. We don't need more Bear Stain Bears. We just need your book. What is the idea that God has given you? What are you doing with it? Do you have a children's story that you want to help explore? Why aren't you writing it? Go ahead, pick up the pen, and write stuff. Thank you so much for joining me for this edition of The Right Stuff. I'm the Queen Parker J. You have a wonderful, absolutely glorious, blessed day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.